Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 98, Episode 3 of Your Daily Zeitgeist! Yeah! A production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say officially, off the top, fuck Coke Industries and fuck Fox fuck. News. It's Thursday, September 5th, 2019. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. With the burps, I'll swig this a mountain dew and... <laughs> With the burps, I swig this a mountain dew. And with the burps, I swig this a mountain dew. Courtesy of Wide Awake at 3.45 a.m. And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. What we got, we got to give it to Obama. What we've got to, we got to skim it from the top. What we got, we've got to keep it from robots. We do it on a planet that we think is getting hotter. Realize we don't want womanizer. Don't jive with a corporate advertiser. Cold blood is the common divisor. How come everybody want to be a colonizer? Miles of gray, miles of gray, miles of gray now. Wow. Wow. I think that was my favorite AK. Somebody just... Look, sometimes you ask for these themed AKAs and people just tap into something. That's from Wide Awake at 3.45 a.m. Oh, damn. Double tap. Give it away. Him. Oh, that was you too? Yeah, that was me too. Exacta to whoever you may be, Wide Awake. And we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the hilarious comedian, Marcella Arguello. I'm already ready to leave. This is a lot. This Arguello. This Marcella is what I say, uh, <laughs> and now you're uh, really don't, ready don't, to go. Oh, no. <laughs> How have you been? That's me, Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Fully artist and a um, talented comedian. I'm very good. Thank you for asking. I've been very busy. Yeah. I'm very tired. Yeah, yeah. I got eight hours of sleep. I'm very happy right now. Nice. Wow. Yeah. What do you Look average? You. What you been averaging? Oh, not a lot. Just because I was uh, in like moving around, I was doing some shows in North Carolina, and okay. I went to a wedding, and I went to surprise my niece for a birthday party. So I'm like, yeah, it wasn't a lot. Of, I was traveling back and forth, so it was. I'm. I last night. I think I finally caught up. Okay, you the TT of the year, huh? Yeah, I okay. am the Tia. Where uh, Where did you have to go to surprise your niece? To Stockton, California. Stockton. Hey, sunny Stockton. 209 till I die. <laughs> Is that the same as Modesto? 209, yeah. Oh, okay, out Modesto, here. Modesto, we're in Stockton. My sister's in Stockton, so yeah. I, I, oh, uh, you guys have the Google, the Google question? This goes with that. Okay, well, we'll get to yeah, it in but, one moment. But I was dressed, uh, I dressed up as a Ghostbuster. Oh, really? For my niece, because she's obsessed with Ghostbusters. With Ghostbusters. She's hey. like obsessed with 84 Ghostbusters? Or? No, no. The, uh, well, move. actually all of it, but you know, because she's the a remake. girl, so yeah, she's yeah. like super into the girls one. But she's into all of them, but she's just obsessed with Halloween. Yeah. Which is like cool. because like Oh, like loves costumes? Just or like, just... like likes the creepiness and weirdness of oh, Halloween. Shit. Like Halloween. And like if we do a dance party, she's like, I'm going to put on the Halloween Pandora station. And then we're Damn. just like dancing to Thriller a lot. <laughs> you sound How like a very fun aunt. I am a very fun aunt. It's true. That's why I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. We're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners just a couple of things we're talking about. Uh, We're going to talk about Kroger and Walmart leading the gun control charge, uh, which is an unfortunate sentence for our republic. We're going to talk about uh, Trump supporters where they get their support from, where where psychologically it comes from. We're going to talk about Trump allies raising funds to go after journalists. Uh, we're going to talk about some things. So exciting. In so international excited. politics <laughs> that are giving us hope. Uh, and all, all of that and plenty more. But first, we like to ask our guest, Marcella, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? So because I've been working so much, it's, there's there's like nothing that exciting. But I did have to Google Ghostbusters because I had to like try to remember what the lyrics were. Mm-hmm. Those are the lyrics, Yeah, those are the only lyrics. When there's something strange in your neighborhood. But that's where it ends. In the neighborhood, who you going to call? Ghostbusters. Now I'm out. Yeah, that's it. I've tapped. That's all you need, though. Yeah, right? surprising children at a birthday party. That's really all you need. Did you dress up? Yeah, I was dressed up as a Ghostbuster. I went to Party City. I bought a men's uh, one-size-fits-all. And apparently, suit. it doesn't fit everybody, but oh, I really? fit great in it. And I guess people Damn. were complaining about how long it was. Right. And it was perfect for me because I'm yeah. six would you Would you, you rock are. it outside of a Ghostbusters context? 
No. Okay, so it looks like a full-on Ghostbusters jumpsuit. I mean, it has a little logo on the side with the ghost. Yeah, so maybe for a Halloween show. And it has like an inflatable pack, which was really fun to play with and smack some of the kids around. (laughs) One of my nieces doesn't like me, so I was like hitting her with it. I was like running. (laughs) I was like, oh, I have to get inside. I just went (laughs) past me and just boom. And she was like, ow. I was like, oh, sorry, I didn't see you. Oh, I didn't see you, man. The Ecto pack has a mind of its own. I just realized I know more lyrics from Ghostbusters 2 theme song, uh, the oh, Bobby really? Brown song, than the Ghostbusters original theme oh, song. Oh, yeah, the whole rap. Yeah, yeah right. too hot to handle, too cold to hold. Mm-hmm. Are you going to... They call the Ghostbusters and the M Patrol? <laughs> I, don't ask me, man. You're the one yeah. who said you knew it. Yeah, okay. Don't be Why humble now. Google it, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, what is something you think is overrated? You know what I think is overrated? Paying too much for food. Okay. I really... Because I spent a lot of time on the road, mm-hmm. and it's like, this isn't worth what you're saying it's worth. Right. And it drives me nuts, because it's also, it's like, people who think, I mean, there are some items, like, I think fish, you know, it's such a- It's worth the it, money. It is worth the money, because of all the work that you put into it, but there's some things where I'm like, mm, I don't, this is, and it's always like the smaller foods, items, like- Like a shared plates restaurant? Yeah, or like salads that don't come with carbohydrates. <laughs> right. Like, why are you, why is this $15? Right. right, they're like, well, good question. Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> and, Funny like, you and, and then I'm hungry, ask. and then you have to order a side. I think that's, I think that's overrated. Yeah. yeah. Vic's sick and tired of paying- Rent. Way too, yeah, you're, you're paying, paying their rent is you're what you're paying, doing. Exactly, you're paying their rent, and I hate it because, especially in Los Angeles- it's ridiculous because then you because you do travel. You're like, yeah, this is what breakfast should cost less right. than ten dollars. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it's also transportation of the food because L. A. has all the best produce and you know. I don't think so because it. it's in California, so it should right. actually be cheaper for us. It's it just because. Oh, be you're more... saying L. A. is also expensive. Oh, L. A. Oh, yeah, is the worst. Right. Okay, got it, got it, got it. There's so many places you go and you're like. That look like you're like, damn, this is going to be a good meal. And yeah. then you're eating like, this is mediocre as fuck. Yeah. And right. I'm really just paying because y'all wanted to put all this reclaimed fucking barn wood up from sure. wherever you and, sourced it. And the worst is when you have to like wait in line for it. I never wait in lines for oh, food. I feel like no. that really upsets me. Mm. I'll also wait in line if it's like a, like a taco truck. Okay. That makes that's a line waiting type of transaction. But that's How debatable deep? because it depends on the time. Yeah, at two AM there probably is a line but yeah, like yeah, in the yeah. afternoon that's when you should be hitting that taco truck. Right, right, right. right. But yeah, I guess there's like there is something yeah, I'm totally put off by lines. There's a few places like around me that aren't necessarily overpriced, but they have like the one item that everyone wants at the same time. And I'm always like, fuck. Yeah. I'm not I remember one it. time in San Francisco, I it wasn't my choice. I was hanging out with friends who were like, we're, we're going to this restaurant no matter how long the wait is. And I hated it because I hate waiting in line for food. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were these sandwiches. I don't even, they're like breakfast sandwiches. They weren't that good. It was, standing in line for a sandwich is the whitest shit I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. I got fucked in a vineyard once. Um, that is pretty white. That's pretty white now. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whitest. Were you wearing a linen that. shirt? I wish. Yeah, then it would. That's a white multiplier mm-hmm. you would add to that score. <laughs> That's true. Do, well, are you, do you get hangry? Is that why you don't like Oh, being? yeah. I was about to say, yeah, I'm like, I, get I feel like I'm we're so from the skinny. same planet. I start dying. I'm so thin. Because your metabolism is like, yes. your body's I'm, just eating yes, your vital I'm literally organs. literally dying. That's yeah. why I, I can't. I can't. Have, that's, I mean, I always have snacks in the car. Like right now, I have a piece of fruit for when I leave here. Dang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What kind of fruit? A peach. A peach. Yeah, Peaches are good right now. Yeah. They're so good. The best. I know. I always ask this. You ever have a July flame peach? What's that? There's a part of the peach growing season. I learned this from uh, imminent pie maker, Nicole Rucker. There's a peach called, she makes a July flame peach. That is a, there's a week in July that's especially mm. hot and that affects the fruit in, of like one week or maybe a section of the month, but it's typically in July when it's the hottest in these certain areas. And if the peach becomes like red and very sweet, oh. And it's very unique to this one time. I'm like, damn, that's a flex for fruit. Yeah. And right. so when Juicy. the pe- when the pie comes out, they're like, you want this pie because these peaches do not, immer- they're not all always available, and they're only available for a very specific time during season. Delicious. Mm. If and you're this a peach is eater. they told you that at a restaurant or the person who yo I learned this on it. fucking. The, you want to talk about some white shit on KCRW? Okay. And I was like, hmm, hello, wow. Okay. KCRW is not overrated. That's a no. great place to learn shit. Oh yeah, very mm. yeah. And that always sneaks up on you that information. Oh man, yeah. that sounds yummy. I had we grew up with a peach tree, orange tree garden, a vegetable garden. So like, man, those peaches when they're good, they're yeah. fucking good. Exactly. Mm. There's nothing worse than like an f- unripe or just not banging peach. I don't know what it is. is but it's Seinfeld very upsetting. episode. What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is something you think is underrated? Underrated. 
my people's food, Salvadorian food. Hey. I think like not enough people know about Salvadorian food. And I think more people should learn about it because it's so good. And what's crazy is because people in El Salvador came to this country. They've been coming to this country, but you, there was a place in Chattanooga, Tennessee, that was like a, an incredible place to find pupusas, which I didn't think would be wow. possible. But it's just proof that it what matters is the person making them. And they were so good. They're some of the best pupusas I've ever had. We were just screaming about pupusas last yeah. year. Because I love they're pupusas. so good, yeah. I can make them. They're not like great, but I can make them, and, and it's nice. I can make the cortido, and it's nice to eat. Oh, I love it's cortido, like, yeah. It was also my mom, because my mom loves pupusas, but she also loves pizza. And then recently we were like, oh, yeah, pupusas are like pizza in Central America yeah. because it's just it's the it's the carb, it's the cheese, it's the sauce. Yeah. Um, and then a meat, maybe. And what what is your favorite pupusa? And like, what are the ingredients? Like, what are the kind of main components? Yeah. yeah, that's the ground up pork with the beans and the cheese. Um, and then what's everything. the base? What's the carb? The the well the corn uh, flour. What's that called? The masa. masa. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah, and um, it's just a perfect. It's also like what I love about them. You're supposed to eat them with cortido and salsa, which is delicious. But like, I do like when you have like um, day old pupusas and you can just like pack them to go again yeah. food in the car that's easy to eat it's always mm. nice also they reheat really well yeah because you can put that shit in a pan you and put, just that's quick the flip. best way to reheat them is on the don't skillet. microwave that don't shit don't microwave that yeah. shit um and yeah it's an easy reheat and they're so good they or, taste like they're they're not even old also underrated pan con pollo mm, another pan con chumpe, dish pan con chumpe. i can make that too bitch oh hell okay. yeah <laughs> um, it's good. That turkey is good. It's a salsa. It's a mix of um, of spices that makes the salsa really yeah. good, and it makes it real juicy. Where do you get pupusas in L.A.? Where's your There's favorite spot? There's a lady around the corner from where I live oh, that dope. sells them out of her house. That's, she makes them so good. I'm in Highland Park. In Highland yeah. Park, oh, there's a lot okay. of ladies selling pupusas out of their house. So hopefully, the white people don't call the cops on them anytime <laughs> you soon. You see those signs that are like, a non-vending zone. Yeah, exactly. I hate yeah. that shit. It's yeah. like, dude, the vendors ever make this area great shout out to my boy mike who's fighting to make street vending legal in yeah. la so, oh cool yeah, he's out here. hook me up with him i want yeah. to know who he is i want to support that shit oh yeah yeah he's he's yeah he's a lot of the stuff he's doing recently now he's moved on to homelessness he's he's just like helping la in every way but that's yeah, great good for he him. had a huge uh was part of the huge push to help legalize street vending in the city because it's one of the few places people can actually earn money yeah uh, like with their own skills versus without it being criminalized and right. like using these things I'm like it's unsanitary and you're like when you look at some yeah. of the numbers a lot of these people are not poisoning people like the fucking restaurants right are. exactly so, who, those who overrated is, expensive restaurants yeah who's pushing to fight against the is it just like local restaurants yeah and, and chambers of commerce yeah. who just don't they're you know or neighborhood groups chambers you know, like, of they white. give us yeah, a piece. just gentrifiers who are like I don't know like it's yeah. weird that they're selling quesadillas like by the Echo Park <laughs> which is funny because then they go on their Twitter and they're like oh my god legalize immigrants right Right, exactly. This right. and that. And those are those are usually those people. Also, that woman who makes quesadillas by Echo Park, get, get onto that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Sorry, yummy. taking notes. Yeah, taking notes. notes. Echo Park. He's like, left-handed. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll las pupusas con curtido mm. y salsa and de tomate. Pan con pollo. Is, uh, it's like a turkey sandwich. It's, yeah. it's made with like a French baguette uh, bread, and it's made with the turkey that's prepared Salvadoran style with its particular spices and it's so juicy. And then it's like cucumbers, tomatoes, radishes, mm -hmm. lettuce, mayonnaise. Oh my God. And if you go to the spot, get the drink and salada. Oh yeah, that's good. The drink, wow, you know a lot. Salad? Oh yeah, I used, date, I used to date Salvadorian. Oh nice. The drink is ensalada? You yeah. Know that Which is pussy, huh? And, yep, all up in it. We're here. Uh, and are we gonna do a myth today? No, I hate this section of your guys' show. I okay. don't support it. I don't want to participate. I mean, I'm supposed to like, what, myth bust the chupacabra? That doesn't make sense. Uh-huh. I was actually <laughs> hoping I was actually Damn. hoping you would. He's all uh, fucked myth, up now. Myth bust the chupacabra. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Kroger and Walmart leading the gun control charge. Huh? Yeah. I, That's, I, I, we, the, yeah. We're at a point where we have to rely on... Well, there's a way to look at this, this positively and cynically, like everything, right. right? Because, you know, right now we're obviously there's tons of public outcry for background checks or any kind of, uh, you know, meaningful gun legislation. Uh, but, you know, obviously the leadership on the right uh, in general is not wanting to do anything about it. But um, if you're looking for the bare minimum 
from a private company, look no further than these two places because Walmart uh, just came out and said it's going to stop selling ammunition for military style assault rifles and discourage customers from openly carrying guns in its stores and would also call on Congress to increase background checks and consider an assault rifle ban from Walmart. Now, this is after somebody shot like dozens of people to death in their store. In a Walmart right. yeah. and also even and another like, shooting hey, in Hey, could Odessa? you do us a favor and not not carry uh, these deadly weapons around openly in our store? Yeah, Kroger was a little bit like, just don't bring them in, please. Right. I just want to create yeah, Kroger, an atmosphere of uh curious safety. how they tied into the conversation. Well, I mean, they own like Fred Meyer, which would sell ammunition. I think they cut down on their sales of ammunition a while back. But I just, I guess in general, they're like, yo, nobody wants to go to the fucking grocery store and see you walking around with a wild ass gun. Right. Uh, on your hip or whatever or slung Unless on your shoulder. Unless you're going to do a duel for bananas or some shit. Right. And if you do it, do it in the dueling parking lot yeah. away from right. the public so no one the is dueling hurt. dueling aisle 16. And duel with swords. Like, yeah, oh, right. Man, exactly. Pussy. Hot. Yeah. Duel with swords like they do. Wasn't What was the last sword? Wasn't there a was fucking like movie 60s. about to come out? Yeah, there's a movie that's going to come out that's about the last duel uh, and it is. it took place in the 60s in France. And it's like, they were just ben like Affleck okay, or you guys shit. murder each other. Yeah, I think it's going to be a, a Damon have Affleck a gun? Is that what the, the story yeah, well, the is? One the one is his cheats. His last duel is some right, guy was like, yeah. I have a gun, you idiot. He's like, are you for real? I'm, I'm aiming it right at you, man. Don't yeah. get fucking, what I fucking tell you, Pierre, he bang. Slapped, he slaps the, the gun with his glove. <laughs> it was recent enough that there is uh, black and white footage of the last duel like oh, these really? dudes like fighting with swords jesus yeah oh my God. wild the fuck out but yeah i think you know people were obviously applauding walmart because they which were, is hilarious yeah, right oddly Yay. enough but again that's where the cynical view comes in where people are saying look they also have an eye on their e-commerce business because yeah. clearly they already have the they've already destroyed middle america and right. rural towns with their big box stores but it's their e-commerce business that they want to expand and to get into that business, they need to appeal more to like coastal liberal neighborhoods. And so they feel like, you know, people are being like, well, this this doesn't hurt their ambition to get into that market. Yeah. So, but yeah, like, I, I mean, mean, at the very least, do if just do what's right. It's like it's almost like you don't need to even suggest that what they're doing has an alternative motive because they always like that. All corporations have like that decision was made in a boardroom not by somebody who was like, what's the right thing to do? Right. Yeah, like right, that right. has never happened what's once. What's going to get us into the headlines? Right. What's the most litty move we can do right yeah. now? Yeah. I just, I, I hope that they get into customizing handguns. That'd be kind of fun. Walmart, you go into Walmart and you customize your own handgun. <laughs> it's like a, like when you make your own house key. Yeah. Just place your gun in the tray. Choose your design. Yeah, that'd be fun. Also on the right, the way that they are dealing with people pushing gun control is with paranoid freakouts. The top story on Drudge right now is social credit score to determine who can buy gun. And Amazon Echo and Apple Watch would flag neuropsychiatric violence. Uh, and those sources, InfoWars and uh, the Daily Caller. I think. Well, what shred of reality? Because they're always based. They just need a a fucking pubic hair of truth right. to then blow that up into like sure. a full-blown story. So what, it, like, is there anything that suggests that there's like technology? I, I, think I think people are looking into ways that you can foresee that somebody is going to go on a violent rampage for sure. I would assume and I anybody mean, with an Apple Watch. Some of, the, some of the red flag laws are specifically aimed at if somebody has like is saying certain things you want to get guns out of their hands like that's oh so as if they that's could... crazy because then i won't be able to have a gun i say right. some wild shit yeah, right. to myself just to be funny they're like all right miss arguello we'll just check your twitter <laughs> yeah what the my twitter fuck? would definitely cancel me from having okay the atf gun. is on their way yeah <laughs> that's interesting yeah it's its own different type of discrimination well, yeah, I mean, it's the same thing that like, what they're doing with people's visas at the border. There was like that one student who they denied or tried to deny his entry to Harvard. But then there was another report saying this is just a growing trend of them of like Customs and Border Patrol looking at people's social media feeds and what other people might be saying on their feeds and then holding them accountable. Right. They should put women in charge of these decisions. Uh, yeah. Women I mean, are good deciders of like which men are kind of I don't even think, yeah, they wouldn't even need to look at a Twitter feed. Yeah. Just kind of look you up and down. Like, what's, like, what's know, your favorite that album? That t-shirt. Right. <laughs> that t-shirt. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> a little the, too thin on the shoulders, yeah, like you've been wearing it a lot. A Nirvana t-shirt, I don't know. 
I mean, in utero was good, but. <laughs> uh, there is apparently a HARPA, a, a Health Advanced Research Projects Agency. Uh, Not to be confused it, with HARPO, Oprah's Harpo. Yeah. Right. Or DARPA. production or DARPA. company. Right, which I think it is related. HARPA is like the uh, health wing of DARPA. But they're apparently putting together a proposal to develop a way to identify early signs of changes in people with mental illness that could lead to violent behavior. Um, but again, this assumes that the problem is mental illness as opposed to right. the fact that people are allowed to have you know, things in their hands that if they press a button, it ends their life or the lives of other people. I- I wonder, is that thing where they can measure changes in people? It's like, and the solution is to put microchips in their brains. Oh, man, that's what's going to happen. Or right. is it wearable tech? Right. I mean, this is... Sounds like implanted. Things get dystopian very quickly if we insist on letting everybody have guns. It's like, we'll keep the guns, but everyone has to get a fucking brain implant. Right. They, <laughs> they just need to be able to control our brains. That has a kill switch. Yeah. God, I was uh, telling Miles before we started about how people are sharing this meme of like encouraging kids and that just started school to like be kind, be kind to the kid that isn't making any friends, or if you see somebody getting bullied, which I feel is like the inception of right. like uh, stopping school shooters before they start. Oh my God, you know? really? I mean, that's how I see it. Yeah, no, like, for sure. Because that's... it's like be kind to the losers. That's basically what it's saying, and it's right. like I mean, that's what they said about uh. Like that's that was the initial uh, response to the Columbine shooting was right. that these kids had been like bullied and almost to like make them into like these underdog heroes. And yeah. it turns out like one of them was just a like stereotypical or like textbook antisocial psychopath murderer yeah. who just manipulated the other kid into doing it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just what happens, right? Right. But we, we like to tell stories. And it's weird because that particular story like makes the victims into kind of the bad guys. Right. As it's like, well, they brought this on themselves. Right. There's we we have a hard time like accepting the fact that deserve doesn't like uh, in the words of the unforgiven deserves got nothing to do with it. Like we always want (laughs) deserve to have like there to be the people have to have like deserved it or there has to be like some explanation. Right. That there can't just be evil that exists. Yeah. It's just bad people. Uh, all right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And Miles, you, you pointed out this look at, Trump supporters as an expression of this new trend. Yeah, a need for chaos. Yeah. So these political scientists, they did a f- like six surveys. They're European uh, researchers, but they did four surveys in the U.S. where they oh, like interviewed over five thousand participants, and two in Denmark with like somewhere around like thirteen hundred to kind of find like they they had this theory essentially that. There's a need from for some people who are participating in politics or a democracy that are just looking for what they call chaos incitement, which mm-hmm. is a strategy of last resort by marginalized status seekers. Um, so what they're essentially saying is like, you know, Trump has often just sort of tried to create this narrative that America is in chaos. Um, and, you know, like that sort of built himself up to be like, look at these other presidents, their failures. It's chaos. It's chaos. It's chaos. We need to change it. Um, but they found that a lot of these people who have a need for chaos, they sort of get that out or express that need by just spreading like conspiracy theories and fake news and all this other stuff. And it's not necessarily because they're trying to spread their own ideology. It's just that their ideology is that they want to undermine the political establishment, elites, whatever, and try and get others inspired to be like, yeah, fuck this thing. Right. And before, I think a lot of times you could look at it as like, oh, these people want this specific thing. That's why they're tweeting this out. But they're, you know, as they look at it, they're like, no, these people really just do this. Not even because they believe that it's true. Mm-hmm. They say, quote, for the core group, hostile political rumors are simply a tool to create havoc. So in the way they identified these people is that they found that the people who were like really into this sort of this drawn to chaos category uh, that they had affirmative responses to the following statements. 
I fantasize about a natural disaster wiping out most of humanity such that a small group of people can start all over. I think society should be burned to the ground. When I think about our political and social institutions, I cannot help thinking, quote, just let them all burn. We cannot fix the problems in our social institutions. We need to tear them down and start over. I sometimes I just feel like destroying beautiful things. Well, I relate to all of these statements. Yeah, I agree with all of them. I guess what, I'm which a is Trump funny. supporter. <laughs> well, they, they say it like a lot of these uh, tied strongly to support for Trump and then even to Bernie Sanders to a lesser extent. Right. Because I mean, like these are vague in, a, in the sense that if you can yeah. see like, oh, we're this capitalist structure we live under, like is not working. We need to let this shit burn. I mean, that's a right. thing we've even said about like fucking burn it down. Yeah. Uh, but it's very, very strong with people who identified as like supporting Trump. Some of Trump's earliest supporters were these people who looked at like psychographic data that they had stolen basically from Facebook and we're like, we've been tracking like political, like where people were in America politically. And right now it just spiked in terms of people who are ready for like an outsider candidate to come in and just basically flip the checkers table and, right. you know, just upend the game. And so that makes sense that like Bernie, who's mm -hmm. coming in and like criticizing things from the outside and also Trump, like both of these people who don't make sense to the mainstream media uh, would yeah. come in and like have some success. I mean, it shows it's at the very least, there is a growing number of people who feel completely powerless in the system. Right. And now are, can some embrace just its total destruction? I mean, or other people just want to see it shook up. Yeah. I mean, people have been wanting, you know, fantasizing about zombie apocalypses for <laughs> like decades now. I remember know? when that was like the fucking every Urban Outfitters gift had something to do with the zombie apocalypse. Right. Do like zombie survival guide, which but, I read. Yeah. I mean, the idea of simplifying things, I think there's something alienating and a little bit like a deep existential terror about the number of people there are in the world and like how big the world is mm -hmm. that like people don't really like to kind of tangle with the idea that you're actually just one of, you know, uh, seven billion people. That your life means the, nothing. Right, yeah, I think, I think that fucks with people, and that's where, you know, a lot of our movies are about finding out that you're secretly the most important person on the planet, like in The Matrix or Harry Potter, right. you know, like all these huge movies are just like, oh, it turns out I'm the only one who matters. Like, right. which <laughs> right. is fuck y'all. Yeah, I think... This whole movement is tapping into a very human like way of confronting that and just being like, holy shit. Like mm. in America especially, we don't deal with things by thinking about ourselves as part of a collective, or at least we don't do that well. Oh we, no. Yeah. Way. We don't That's make true. meaning about out of that. That's a that that is a problem with a lot of people. They don't think, uh, I mean, to quote George Costanza, we're living in a society. <laughs> right. um, I think that's the problem is that a lot of people don't move with other people in mind and the day-to-day -day aspects. And that's that's what's frustrating. It's like I, what, a really good example of that is when um, you're driving and a bus tries to merge and you see how many people won't let a bus merge. Right. <laughs> that drives me fucking crazy. I'm always on the bus uh. trucks. Yeah, I always see that where trucks are like in an exit lane, and they're like, "I have to get over or and merge." And people are like, "No, like, I have fuck to!" You. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, yeah. it's gridlock traffic, and it's like, dude, what do you? They're like you, two just, seconds, and it's bro, a bus right? full of people. Let yeah. them in. I don't know. It's just you see examples all the time. I mean, even like the stupid, stupid straw thing is ridiculous. Of like how we're banning straws, but like we can't. I don't know. We can't ban plastic in general. Right, right, right. We're right. so yeah. dependent on that, but we want to get rid of these straws. Um, which is proof that like nobody has any good ideas. Right. Well, yeah. And the ones that are would hold like too much of like the stakeholders at the top of industries accountable. Right. And they're like, no, 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 don't fucking don't bring that spotlight over here. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, look at Jay-Z trying to be like, let me fix the NFL. Yeah, and it's like, uh -huh. dude, what are you doing? Like, Bro, you look like a fucking sellout. Right yeah. Now. You, right. I mean, he looks crazy. It's also like impossible to change what's going on uh, in, a, in an institution that's been existing for so long. Yeah. By handshaking with other yeah, billionaire plantation crazy. owners yeah. who are like, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure this out. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, and, I, and even with that whole Jay Z thing, I'm uh, part of me thinks like there could be the element that there is some kind of idea that he wouldn't just so foolishly engage with the NFL like that. And then part of me, we said this when the story first came out, we're like, part of me just knows he's a fucking hustler, dude. He's about that check, so yeah. he might really he's be like, no, fuck, fuck cap, dude, fuck yeah. all this yeah. shit. That's a yeah. fucking deal I just signed. Yeah.
He's a he's a long term guy. Yeah, you think about how long he waited for Beyonce's virginity. He waited a long time for that. <laughs> and uh, was she a virgin? No. Really? I, it maybe. I don't it's know. Kinda, she only had one other boyfriend before him, and she was, said she was saving it. Yeah, but Beyonce would have that power. She's like, I'm a virgin. I'm a I'm, right. I'm yeah. a virgin. Thank yeah. you so much for waiting. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Beyonce. I'm a virgin. <laughs> That's really. It's a blessing to be a virgin. Holy, Holy shit, shit! I can't believe Beyonce is here on. <laughs> Thank you so day much. Day after her 38th birthday. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. Daily Zeitgate. How you say? It? <laughs> um, daily Zeit. Um, I don't know how to How's say veganism that. veganism working out for you? It's good. Uh, I'm hungry. <laughs> I couldn't eat my birthday cake. <laughs> um, yeah, J- Jay Z is crazy, but he, but I, but to your point, I do think he is someone who could easily be playing the long game and uh, having have like having the center be money, like yeah, right. I, I mean, I don't. What is it? Compassionate capitalism, which is not a real that thing, yeah. right? But like, yeah. I think that's kind of where what he's justified for himself. You don't right, become you know. a billionaire by accident. Yeah, you become a billionaire by being a, a ruthless animal. Ruthless, yeah, predator. As he you, said, you didn't start out from your trunk to right. reach the roof just to put the roof in your trunk. Right. That's poetic. You know what I mean? That's poetic. Yeah, that's thank you. <laughs> Thank you so and much. also, Just as he rock. said, Jay Z in the range, crazy and deranged. Yeah. So I mean, he told us he was crazy mm-hmm. from so the beginning. <laughs> 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 so you know, I mean, we're on uh, the Ari Melber show. That was relevant. <laughs> 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 the Ari Melber show is so oh. So whack. As uh, Jay-Z said, the as, streets is watching. Oh. I have 99 problems, <laughs> oh, but God. a B word is not one. It's like, oh, you should have just said it, Ari. Just <laughs> say it. Uh, let's talk about something that's given me a little bit of hope. Now, there are two stories that seem to be going in the right direction for a change. So the Hong Kong riots uh, are starting to get results, and uh, I mean, don't call them. I guess riots too. We shouldn't even call them right. riots. Yeah, that, yeah. well, Fucking that's pro one democracy of the demonstrations. Demonstrations. Damn, Miles. Well, because you know, Miles. I just don't like that shit. Well, well I no, mean, that's actually no, one right. of their demands. No, you're yeah, right. That's one of the five demands <laughs> is that they stop being called riots. Right, right. I was just calling them riots right, right. because because you're I a white man and you like the... to oppress the. Mu- oh, what? yeah. No, I was oh, going to say because I side with the Chinese government. The, yeah. yeah, the Chinese government always and in everything. Yeah, so the Hong Kong government caved on one of their demands. Which, yeah, formal withdrawal of that extradition bill. Right, but which they still was got the thing more. that started the demonstrations in the first place. Uh, but the other four demands are things having to do with how just horribly they handled the demonstrations. I was reading this uh, article about like how they were stopped using like WhatsApp and these other things that the that use the internet and mm-hmm. more to like these mesh networks that use Bluetooth. Oh. So you're not using the internet at all That's to smart. be able to fucking just outsmart. I mean, it shows yeah. you like with technology and people, when there's a will, there's a way. Was that because the... Authorities were kind yeah, of could monitor the internet, them down. control the internet. They're like, well, right. fuck that, bro. Everybody t- toss your Bluetooth on. Right. And what it would do is like if you're near the person, it works very quickly because it's just connecting that way. But if everyone is using it, it just it sort of daisy chains everybody's network. So like eventually it'll hop from phone to phone until it gets to the person you're trying to message. Right. And then you could also do just broadcasts like from your Bluetooth. That's not to anyone, but just general announcements. Mm. Uh, you know, technology. I love I love that the people in Hong Kong have like proved how lazy Americans are. Oh, like we're yeah. worthless. Right. Yeah. There's just no organizing, no Yeah, well it's cause, you know, like again, our taste for oppression, we love it in a way. Like mm. there isn't enough I don't know what would have to happen where you get that kind of response. Yeah. In Hong Kong, they're not used to that shit. Yeah. So when they see police like clubbing people, they're like, What the fuck? Sure, right. sure. Here we're like, just like I was saying to you. We're like, you know what happens when the police come out? We just sort of, as a matter of fact, go, yeah, people get hit. Yeah. Right. People get hit needlessly. People get attacked yeah. needlessly. And so that's just sort of like accepted. And I think the taste that we have, you know, it, it takes a lot to get people outraged. Yeah. Especially when you see that oh, nearly a quarter of the population of Hong Kong was coming out. Yeah. If that's true, if nearly 1.7 million people did come out, y'all, right. what the fuck? Are, I mean, Wait, I don't know. Shit. What is it? I really think it's it would be something like fucking... The, the internet went down or right. some shit and they're That's like you know what y'all get is. no more internet 
That's got to be it because when my internet doesn't work in my apartment, I fucking lose my mind. <laughs> you're, you're just like, what <laughs> I'm do like, I do? I'm like, it's a riot. Right. Yeah. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. I'm not reading this book. I'm not reading this stack of New Yorkers that keeps mm-hmm. piling up. So uh, Boris Johnson in the UK tried to do some like strong arm shit and uh, basically shut down parliament. And he got the Queen's approval, which I didn't realize there was like an official process that involved him uh, going to get the Queen's sign off. Uh, not cool on her part, I would say. Uh, she was just like, yeah, sure, whatever you say. She doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, UK's I gang, put me on to everything that's happening here. I mean, yeah. I, fund- I intellectually understand about a no-deal Brexit, but there is so much going on just in the last couple of days with Boris Johnson taking an mm-hmm. L on his first vote and then suspending parliament. But then I see a lot of people being like, no, this is just the beginning, man. There's a way to, to muck this up and have it be a full-on catastrophic no-deal Brexit. Right. So, uh, I mean, that's what he came in and basically tried to strong arm him with a with a super razor thin majority. He had one person and that one person uh, defected and now he doesn't have a majority anymore. So now he can't really do it. Shout out to traders everywhere. Yeah, Any more seriously. of them. If you want to be a traitor to your party or your class, please. All right. Weird side note on the uh, Hong Kong demonstrations. They're apparently using Pepe the Frog, the symbol of white supremacists and, you know, alt right icon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're using that to symbolize young protesters, basically. Mm. Um, and there's no real explanation of how it took that journey. Just like, you know, I've said that the least reliable information you find anywhere is like, word origins because like words just take on new meaning there's like no documentation there's no way to document like how words change meanings but um this is another situation like that where our writer jay McNabb tried to figure out where this came from and like what the intent was and there's no there's no clear explanation but it doesn't seem like there's any sympathies on the on the behalf of the young demonstrators uh, with like the American right? I know at first, like there was a moment where they saw American flags and Pepe memes, and people were like, "Are they alt right?" But right. I know at the time, a lot of that was like meant to be some kind of like outcry to the U.S. to maybe like be like, "Hey, over fucking here, y'all!" Right? But yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, Pepe's just chill, you know, just brings in the youth. Yeah, <laughs> I guess <laughs> the fucking. Weird ass frog. Yeah, it's just also just a hilarious image. Right. right. It just sort of just seems. Yeah, that seems to be what they're saying is yeah. that. I mean, to begin with, Pepe was created as a funny looking stoner frog, and then the alt right appropriated him. So I right. mean, this is just people taking it back to its origins as like of a drawing. Uh, yeah. Of a drawing. <laughs> yeah. I think if there's one thing we do know though about Hong Kong protesters is that they're very concerned uh with just the preservation of western civilization right. uh and white european culture. Yeah, so absolutely. this sort of tracks with me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh all right, we're going to take another quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back, and Apple has scrapped a show that they were developing. Oh my God, that's so funny. Yeah, that. with Richard Gere, which if you just read the description, you would not understand why they ordered this straight to right? series. Now, if you in, for, in the, if y'all don't know about the business, okay, you might pitch something. They might say, "Hey, we want to. We'll order a pilot, or we'll right. order a script, or whatever." When you order something straight to series, you're just saying, based off this, what you're telling me right now, I want the show. Fully, it's paid for. Let's Take all go. my money. It's a go. It feels yeah. like all they saw was Richard Gere. Right. And then they were like, oh, yeah, Love straight it. to series. Love, Love it. it. Yeah, whatever. And then they, and then somebody read it afterwards and was like, Whoa, oh, 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 wait. Oh, so shit. So this series called Bastards, it's based on a popular Israeli series. But this one specifically, the adaptation for the U.S., uh, was going to star Richard Gere as one, this is a description from The Hollywood Reporter, as one of two elderly Vietnam veterans and best friends who find their monotonous lives upended when a woman they both loved 50 years ago is killed by a car. Their lifelong regrets and secrets collide with their resentment of today's self-absorbed millennials, and the duo then go on a shooting spree. Mm. 
classic American <laughs> television. I mean, yama, it does seem yama, to be yama. tapping into something, right? Uh, yeah, oh, the minds sure. of lunatics. Well, I think it's just sort of literally like this: the waning uh, virility and power of white men. Right. Yeah. The show. Yes. But it's like in that entire generation. Right. Based off of that, you're like, yeah, yeah, we like this shooting spree against young adults, young people in the yeah. country. Great, great, great. Perfect. Great. Um, but they knew what it was when they signed up. But then they started developing the show and there was like a real butting of heads when Apple was like, we want to like focus on the bond of these two like nom vets r- rather than like the dark shit. And like the showrunner and like writers and producers were like, nah, nah, nah. It's got to be about the All dark the white shit. white dudes, nah, nah, nah. Nah, that nah, ain't nah, it. Nah. That ain't it, dude. It's about fucking shooting these avocado they toast eating Circle fucking, jerk. Yeah. <laughs> into an AR-15 and then. <laughs> so the, uh, like they had to pull the plug. I pulled the plug and paid a, a hefty kill fee for stopping the show. But I just. That is so crazy. It's just odd when the description tells you everything you need to know, you still do it. And I think it kind of underlines all the problems Apple's been having with this TV, with their programming, because this isn't the first show that's had issues with their showrunners or the content. It's so funny. It's like something like they were like, is this a newspaper? Like, what? (laughs) Right. It's just such a ridiculous story. Right. Yeah. And I think when you, but again, I think with Apple, right, they make hardware. Yeah. So hardware doesn't have to have a political stance. Hardcoreware. Yeah, exactly. Now they're like, we do fucking <laughs> we do content. Hardcore content. And that's where they're getting, I think that's where they're realizing like, ooh, where do we want to, like, are we really going to put our foot down on some things by saying this is the content we make or stand behind? It's easier when you're just making phones and watches that spy on you. Yeah. Exploit workers. Yeah. Not just, stories. Right. <laughs> Exploit workers, not IP. <laughs> They and I mean, wasn't Apple supposedly like really controlling when it when it came to developing shows? Yeah, there was what was there? There was one story about a comedy show that like they basically took all the humor out of. Right, they were like, like, "There's too many. Oh, the jokes are too many jokes. It's like really edgy, kind yeah. of edgy for us. That character's a person of color. Oh, and is that okay?" <laughs> So there's also a Kevin Sorbo movie that just released its first trailer. It's called The Reliant. It is basically uh, Red Dawn with Antifa. Uh, and it, the premise is the left comes for your guns. And the way they come for your guns is by shooting you and your family. Mm. Uh, so what the, f- the, the trailer ends On bird with- scooters? <laughs> Here comes the cavalry. <laughs> the Reliant, protect family and faith. That's How is Kevin line. Sorbo still out here? Because he's the only person. It's an interesting question because he. <laughs> Let's go back to 1990. Well, but this seems to be something that's taking place right now where the right is just scrambling for uh, either anybody who has a shred of relevance in, mm-hmm. you know, more mainstream culture that is created in towns where their uh you know viewpoints aren't accepted where the libs are just say it man yeah 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 or so it's either a shred of something somebody said being used to be like well dave Chappelle is our new uh hero and overlord or it's you know somebody who has a shred of credibility like kevin sorbo what do you mean what credibility does he have he was hercules bro (laughs) That's how low the bar is. They're like, oh, I mean, the dude was Hercules, right? I remember that Xena crossover episode. Yeah, but he's been he's been doing faith based movies, I think, for a uh, while now. Okay, Kevin, protect family and faith, bro. I mean, I guess Scarlett Johansson could be next. That's what I'm wondering because is she slowly thinks it's gonna be. She's like, hey, I mean, she's I'm here. really courting it. She, well, actually, no, she did say she likes Elizabeth Warren. Right, but it doesn't mean anything. I, that's true. But then is like that's like classic white feminism. <laughs> right, right, right. Know? Yeah, and then is like, but I will take a person of color's role, right? Because fuck that. I'm worried because I'm a tree, so she's trying to take my roles too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a tall ass tree, bitch. The, right. What is she? What was her latest? Uh, who she came before? She supports right now? Woody Allen. Woody Allen. She said, wow. I, I asked him directly, and he gave me direct answers, and I believe him. Um. So, oh my God, there uh-huh. you have it. That's a, a when it was beautiful a, women are really useless. Just <laughs> truly useless. Was it specifically about all the allegations of like abuse, of yes. child abuse? Because yes. I was gonna say like it could be one of those things. Like I asked him 
what the special was today at this restaurant, and he was right, and I believed him. But it's straight up. Did she? You think she like really the, asked those questions? I, I like the idea of, of him admitting to her that he molested kids, and she's like, "I believed him, and I still want to work with him." Yeah, right. she's like, "Oh, I be- yeah, oh, oh, no, I believe he no, he admitted he did to it." it. I right. believe that he did. Yeah, it. Yeah. I believe him because he admitted to me that he did it. But I'm cool with it. But you know, you just have these things on your bucket list you're trying to do. So is she mm. already in a Woody Allen film? Probably. I mean, yeah. oh yeah, she's in Matchpoint. Oh yeah. Right. There was one movie, I think, Scoop or something, where she played. She was the Woody Allen. Like you know how every Woody Allen movie has either Woody Allen or a Woody Allen corollary. Yeah. Uh, she was the Woody Allen corollary in one of them. And oh didn't work that way iconic yes um <laughs> let's talk about uh conversion therapy guys oh hell conversion yeah therapy is i've done it it's great <laughs> <laughs> so much better now the urges are gone yeah, all the urges are gone it's having a rough week uh <laughs> so the founder of one of the most prolific conversion therapy camps uh has recently made an announcement uh and he, he has come out as gay and also said that conversion therapy is bullshit, essentially. Uh, it's a horrible thing to do to somebody, and it doesn't work. Oh, and wow. I think we have a, a quote from him. I told my wife, I'm like, you know, my attractions are worse than they ever were. I struggled more so trying to deny them than being able to accept my attractions and just say, you know, I'm I'm a gay man. That's just that's just hey. me being honest. There you go. Um, that must be. Oh, man. I mean, this might seem like the most hilariously obvious turn of events possible, but then you get to the part of the story where they point out that almost seven hundred thousand LGBT identifying adults have gone through some form of conversion therapy as of 2018. So, um, you know, these ideas that seem like they're hilarious and how, silly are not, are hurting people. How does the therapy work exactly? Like, I think do they just be like, those thoughts are bad. Those thoughts are bad. Here's, yes. here are the strategies to when you have an urge or an attraction to pivot off of that and think of a woman's vagina. Right. Yeah, I think it's just like trying to stop it at the like very outset of it, it sounds like. And then it sounds like it's like completely denying. I think, I think, you know, in addition to just being completely backwards, it sounds like their idea is they don't take the idea that people aren't straight seriously. They, right. That it's like, come on, get yeah. it together. Right. They're just like, they're like, that's gay. They, treat, um, they, right, right, right. they just treat it like it's a... Well, and I'm sure what they do is treat it, if, especially because it's all you know religiously aligned. It's like, oh, no, that's an evil force right. that's within you. Right. Right. It and sounds that, like it's, it's like... It's terrible. It sounds like it's psychology as conceived by a like football coach. Where it's like, you just practice <laughs> right, right, wanting right. chicks, More dude. push-ups, man. Yeah. yeah. You know what I used to do? I used to open up a Playboy, put that on the ground, and do push-ups and kiss mm. it every time I went down. Right. I did 40 of those every time I thought of something not straight. Right. Uh, well, oof, I mean... It's one of those things, too, that sucks because uh, for the LGBTQ community, not just for the obvious reasons, but like it's so shitty how often people who are so closeted create so much harm within their own community because there's there's so much denial and yeah. hatred self-hatred about it and it just perpetuates this this shitty stereotype that if someone takes gay people that they are also gay right right because, right because like that's unfair to the gay community to like totally. own all these fucking like oh assholes. that's you that's you yeah mike pence yeah. is yours or yeah shit exactly like that. it's yeah. like it's so terrible that like oh that the the these people who hate themselves so much are are hating others because they too are gay it's like no i mean because there are some people who fucking hate gay people because they're i mean because they're so straight and so fucking stupid right and religious or whatever and um it it just complicates it further which is what's to me what's shitty about it for the gay community because they're like we don't want you homie (laughs) you know yeah we want you a part of our group now yeah, I mean, it's kind of like the thing we were talking about with Columbine. It's we're trying to make it more complex than it is. Mike Pence is just an asshole. Yeah, really, yeah. Turns out he's not like there's not this and hates deep Mulan psychological thing. Oh man, hates Mulan. Never forget that part. Never forget that Mike Pence wrote 
like when he was uh, a, a shock take jock machine. or whatever. Yeah, he was like a shock jock. <laughs> or not and shock jock. Like a, just... a right-wing radio host. That's kind of how he launched his career or relaunched it after he was a failed politician. One of his biggest, hottest, and most strongly felt, apparently, takes was uh, that Mulan was not okay because yeah. the young lady in the picture was dressing as a man. Yep. And, and that, it'll weaken that our military. Fucked with him. Yeah. Uh, so. I love all the hilarious topics you guys picked today. Really just. <laughs> yeah. Enjoying myself. Uh, should we talk about Starbucks? Oh, yes. What yeah. happened at Starbucks? Well, get that far down in the yeah, dock. Yeah, no, no, you want this one. Okay. This will lighten your mood after that. I'll uh, tell you if it okay, lightens good, my good. mood. Okay, good, good. Let me know. Uh, do you go to Starbucks, first question? Sometimes. Okay. Do you have an order that you regularly have? No. You, what do you get? Just like black coffee black or something? Black coffee. There you coconut go. Coconut milk. <clears throat> have you ever used the app to order? Absolutely not. Okay, well, if you anyone who's opened the app and just tried to order something as simple as black coffee, you will see the customization menu right. is fucking bananas. It's, yeah, there the amount of shit you can just do to a fucking cup of water is just absurd. And apparently, this has been causing a lot of problems for baristas because people don't know how to act with this, these customizations. So you can add like you know syrups, pumps of flavor syrup, fucking fruit, uh, mashed fruit or whatever, right. fucking powders, milks, fucking the amount of ice. All this shit is in there. Well, now they're saying, look. We gotta fucking pull. We gotta pull oh, this shit back shit. because y'all are going ham on these modifiers, and now they have to limit Before modifiers. Pumpkin spice season. Yeah, modif- oh, exactly. Shit. I think it might have been pumpkin spice season that occasioned this well, change. Well, the whole deal is now. This is the thing. Gasp! They're limiting modifiers. So you can only add the same ingredient only twelve times. <laughs> <laughs> What it, so before that, people were going into the 20s what and 30s. What does that mean? So, so like, you could be like, I want this shot. I want this drink plus 30 shots of espresso. Okay. Or I want I this. I like 30 shots plus, of vanilla syrup. Yes, yeah. exactly. So these are some of the drinks people were ordering. Okay, uh, yeah, this will help. Clean. A venti nine shot, one pump mocha, non-fat, no whip with exactly four shakes of cinnamon. That's something you can do in the fucking app. Okay. Here's yeah. another one. I mean, nine shots makes some sense to me i mean that's just added caffeine that's yeah. just extra coffee I, yeah for sure i get that let, let me let me let me get more of seeing are here. you guys fighting right now how about this <laughs> a cold brew 10 pumps vanilla mm. five pumps caramel five pumps classic syrup five pumps a more of caramel five pumps white mocha whole milk coconut milk heavy cream almond milk sweet cream cinnamon vanilla powder Sweet and low. What the fuck stevia, is wrong with this? Splenda, person? sugar, dark chocolate curls, and extra whipped cream. See, that's what happens when you're not getting enough pumps in your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. To start ordering this. Yeah, you just you need other shit in your life to help you make you feel better. But that's ridiculous. That really feels like somebody who's taking advantage of the freebies and shit. They're like, you know what? I should put all that shit in there. Like I don't care sounds, if it's it just sounds like a sad Karen. Yeah, it'll and it will melt your teeth. I mean, yeah. The teeth. I just worry about people's dental health. I worry about uh, insulin spikes, diabetic shock just happening straight up in the drive-thru. Another one, the thing that was the most absurd to me was called the 2020. Someone just get a grande with 20 pumps vanilla, 20 pumps hazelnut. I was hoping it was Barbara Walters, John Stossel (laughs) themed. And not not something no, like dude, that. Old that school. Her and Hugh Downs. <laughs> I'm Hugh Downs. But yeah, 2020 is what the. F- that's crazy. That's not even a thing that I feel is drinkable. This is what this is what people do when they don't have a personality. Right. They have no culture. Well, I think it. I, no this sense is of a culture. Of yeah. I think this is straight up addiction. Like I think yeah, this is, is sugar. Yeah. Sugar addiction. Like straight up. Yeah. Sugar being like <sighs> the thing that kind of. You know, you're, it's like the rat hitting the lever until you get all the all the pellets. But do you? What do you think sugar pumps. withdrawal looks like? Somebody who's sick, off off coming off sugar. I mean, it's a lot of headaches. Right. It's a lot of just like not feeling like right, yourself. Like no, right. yeah, like no appetite. Because I because I took myself off of sh- like sugar addiction like years ago. And oh, it's re- okay. Fucking hard. Yeah. Well, because I was just like a. You gotta understand, my metabolism has been fucking great. It looks since like I was a kid. It moves at the speed of the it Millennium really Falcon. It really does. So I could just eat whatever the fuck I want, right. and sugar was like top, and it still is. Like if I could have donuts to every meal, I would. Oh, I really would. Favorite donut? Oh God, crueler. 
probably. Mm. Wow. And it depends Classy. on. Yeah, it's it's so good. Wait, um, so what were you at your in your at your darkest moment with the sugar? Just like no water and just drinking soda. Wow. Like that was my water was drinking soda and um, favorite soda. Coca-Cola Classic. All right. If I'm feeling spicy, get a little cherry Coca-Cola. Um, but yeah, that's what, so, and I still struggle with it, um, but it's part of why, like, I get my coffees with just milk is because um, I was starting every day with, like, tons of sugar in my right, coffee. Right, I, right, right. You can't right. start your day with that shit. Yeah. You know, caffeine already is bad enough, but uh, those sh- that sugar shit is tough, but, like, because I also get migraines in general. Right. So like when I started getting, I mean, I lost ten pounds almost immediately, and I didn't realize it was just like the sugar. That's all right. it was. Right. Like, yeah, the sugar just got off your body. Yeah, it just got off my body, and um, that. So those withdrawals are tough, and even now, I, I'm like, oh, I need to eat sugar, and I, I'm not diabetic, which thank God. Right. It's seriously thank God because I should be, and I actually got tested, which was funny because every time I, I'm like, can I just get my blood tested? They're like, you're skinny, you're fine. I'm like. That's not how anything right. works. works right. Fucking idiot. You're you should fine. see me here. I Look at this montage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, doctor, yeah. <laughs> just take my fucking blood. What's your please? secret, ma? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I'm here because I have Dear really crap. bad headaches. Okay, go ahead. Go off. Queen. Um, and and I like made them get test my blood, but um, you know, but that's the other thing is that like people, if you especially if you're not if you don't quote look diabetic, people will really dismiss you. Sure. And I was like, no one's going to help my sugar addiction except me. Like, nobody cares. Because also the only thing that I would get is, which I do have now, is acne. And it's one of those things where people are like, oh, that's it? Good for you. That's a blessing. And I'm like, that's still not. My body's still reacting negatively to this consumption. And yeah, so I think, yeah, people just have an unhealthy sugar addiction. And it's also like... It's easy to dismiss sugar addiction because it's not opioids, it's right. not right. booze, it's right. not drinking and driving. Right. It's exactly. just like, oh, having sugar. It's not affecting my job negatively. Right. You know Even though I mean? you're a yeah. bitch at work, Karen. Right. Fix <laughs> that. They're like, we're out of stevia. Yeah. yeah. Just screaming. But you know what? Worry it's not hard. for people who are, if if your order is a 2020, uh, you can still get that embarrassing ass drink. You just have to order it in person and say it out loud in front of other people yeah, right. at a Starbucks. That's a great way to shame people into reducing their sugar yeah. intake. Well, that was a theory a lot of baristas had who were they interviewed when they were talking about this. They were just like, you see it more in the app because I've, they feel like those people don't have to go and tell a human being, hi, I would like a 10 pump vanilla, five pump caramel, five pump classic syrup, five pump mocha, yeah, home milk, it's nut. crazy. Yeah, people would be like, what the fuck? It's, shame is good. Yeah. yeah. We do need to bring back a little bullying in, in schools. Yeah. Just, well, yeah, just let you know, uh, at least get feedback from the outside world. Feedback. That's what we yeah. call bullying, feedback. Yeah, that's what, yeah. <laughs> That, uh, thank you to the woke bully. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you rebranded it as feedback. feedback. <laughs> uh, so oh, I've got man. some feedback for you. So I got some feedback. <laughs> Push them down. <laughs> got this feedback for you. What the fuck is this outfit? Right. That's funny. I'm going to write a bit about <laughs> that. Feedback. Nice. Right, yeah. <laughs> thank you. I got some <laughs> mom, dad. I got some bad got, user feedback. I got at work terrible feedback at school. At school. Was it from Marcella? Yeah. Yes. Your teacher, Marcella? Is that we have those scripts? <laughs> <laughs> Your teacher. It was Miss Arguello again. Oh, uh, shit. She it's said old. I walk dumb. <laughs> you walk well, dumb, Jimmy, you bitch. do walk dumb. Get your pigeon-toed ass. Man, get the fuck right. out of here. Ooh, I was pigeon-toed when I was a kid. Were you really? Yeah. I went to a wedding and... um. Somebody's mom put them on blast that they were pigeon-toed. It was hilarious. No, and nobody knew because we like knew him as an adult. Right. Mm-hmm. So we didn't know that he was pigeon-toed as a kid and she hella put Just him went on in. Blast. She went in on him. Was this during but the But it toast? was like very sweet. Yeah, they were giving speeches, but it was like free speech. It was just open speeches, which is yeah. fucking ridiculous. That shit happens a lot at weddings. I hated when it. When it's just nonstop. There's the sometimes way too when long. it's like a fucking bad open mic. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh shit, you know what? Maybe I'll, you know. I would like to say something yeah, too. Yeah. Right? Like, no, 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 no. The stepfather yeah. doesn't need to say something again. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and well, most people don't talk well. Yeah. Right. So it's and really... it's like very circular too because everybody's fucked up at that point. Like, you know, I just want to tell everybody when I look at these kids, I've just been, I just feel a lot of love Their for back them. back turned to the <laughs> whole <Yeah>. room. <laughs> exactly. Like, and I got a lot of hope and I feel like just you look around, everybody's rooting for you guys. And we're gonna, (laughs) we just got a lot of love for you guys. And you know, no matter what, no matter (laughs) what, just look in each other's eyes. I don't know. Yeah, you're too good at this. You guys know he's so good at drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's my favorite shit. Uh, Oh, 
The, there is the other thing though too that you said that Get your reminded finger me. Finger out of my face. <laughs> just finger <laughs> waving. See, I don't know. It's just caffeine. His, yeah. uh, is the it's like at pumps. weddings when like family members go in so hard on the people that are getting right. married and you have no idea. Right. I saw. I'm not gonna name names because I think these people might listen to the show. Yo, I saw someone's sibling do a whole fucking song about how they shit themselves. <gasps> right. And I was like, yo. That's fucking wild. This was like at a rehearsal dinner. Oh my god! Right. If they listen, like, you know they're invited. gonna know. Yeah, they're gonna know. That's not a thing that happens. They're a very lot of specific. Weddings. I went to a wedding on Friday, and the the bridesmaid, best whatever the fuck that she does called the best woman. She maid of honor. The maid of honor. I think best woman is a better. Best term. woman is better. Um, and the best woman was like giving her speech, and she was like, and then they went. Through that breakup, and we all, because we're all comedians, we all booed. We're all like, boo! Because <laughs> he broke up with her. We're like, boo! Oh, nice. damn. And she, like, really talked about their break, their because they had, like, a big wow. breakup. And I leaned over to my friend who was there, and I was like, girl, don't ever, if you give us, if I ever get married, and if you give us beef, right. don't ever bring up the right. bad times. Yeah. Don't bring up the bad times. That's right. not what the wedding is about. Not even if about. you're trying to juxtapose that with how far we've come. Yeah, just no. Just bad times? Sure. Just freeze over I mean, it. <laughs> I mean, we remember. <laughs> I think we all remember. Oh, remember man. when you, we called you the Zan Man? Whoa. <laughs> you blacked out in the Vegas <laughs> Strip. <laughs> Shout out to the Kid Marrow. But yeah, uh, oof. Yeah, weddings are... I, this, there's some there's some good times. Yeah. Yeah, Zeit Gang, let us know if you've uh, ever seen a, a parent or relative single-handedly nearly bring down a wedding with a speech. My dad was talking about a speech he saw at a wedding recently where they talked about like how quickly the woman slept with the guy and that, <gasps> my God. And that like weighed into like how oh like he my knew God. like and that's how I knew that like very, that, very my, that my son was marrying a whore. Right, yeah. exactly. But she was pretty chill. <laughs> Hell yeah. She also slept with me and your mother. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. But... Things got wild in Tempe. Oh, man. <laughs> Tempe. It's definitely in Tempe. Uh, well, shit. Marcella, it's always so much fun having you. Thank you. Uh, I have a tweet. I have the tweet to share. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Of course you do. Uh, I usually... Uh, ask you first where people can find oh, you. Oh, at MarcellaComedy.com and at MarcellaComedy on everything. Yeah, yeah. I have a new series called You Welcome on AllThingsComedy.com. It's basically me. It's like a talk show, with, but uh, centers women, comedians, and we just talk about like pop culture and politics and just anything we want to talk about. It's basically this show, but funny. Oh, great. Thank yeah. you for yeah. the feedback. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, you welcome. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> So check it out on YouTube and allthingscomedy.com. And is there a tweet you've been enjoying? Yes. Thank, sorry, I'm like jumping over. No, no, that's okay. Cues. I'm doing your job for you. Please. I'm here to replace you. And do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there's this chick I just started following. Her name is Dana Donnelly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She is. We all follow her. Yo, she came out the so shadows. So out of funny, shadows. Man. Yeah. She's so funny. Her tweets, I'm like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, she not been on this show? I love a shit-talking woman who's yep. pretty and s- smart and dumb. And I right. love yeah. that. Like, She's that's my so favorite. Her, yeah, her so voice smart, is so dumb. pinpoint locked in. I'm yeah. like, I know exactly the world you're coming from. She is doing Women Crush Wednesdays on an upcoming date, I believe, in October. I run her weekly in Los Angeles if you want to come to that. Yeah. Um, but her my the tweet that I enjoyed this week, Sure, I may not be great in big group conversations, but get me one on one. It's so much worse. <laughs> I know. That is, uh, yeah, so I also liked that. That was an amazing tweet. She's so funny. Uh, Miles, where can people find you? Uh, find me and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. There wouldn't happen to be a tweet you've been enjoying. Yeah, also there? Dana Donnelly. Yeah, really? I'm just gonna do it. Yeah, because I've, I've, every day I check her feed. I'm every like, day. She's so funny. Because there's always something good. Here's a few of them. Uh, I bought a UCB, Upright Citizens Brigade. I bought a UCB hoodie for $45 as a, quote, joke, which sadly is actually the least amount of money anyone's ever spent at UCB to not be funny. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking flamed. One more. A 33-year-old man I dated clarified to me that his parents do not, quote, give him money. They simply provide him with, quote, startup capital because his writing career is, quote, an investment opportunity. And I apologize for making assumptions. Oh, man. That's pretty good. She's great. We got to have her on. We're going to have her on. You should have her on. I think she, I was watching some of her stand-up clips. She's pretty funny. She's got a great voice. Yeah. Yeah, Very locked in. A couple tweets I've been enjoying on the... (laughs) 
Ivanka Trump is wearing a mm, a dress, dress with like big sleeves. Sleeves that Shoulder they almost sleeves? look like cones. What is this? And Langston Kerman tweeted, "The vet tweet. put cones on her arms to keep her from jerking off her father." Oh my god! Wait, that's for real. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's, that's a, a real, real dress. outfit. How the fuck is that even? A- it's avant-garde. Mm. I thought I was on drugs looking at that. What the f- it looks like, uh, what's that flower? Anyway. Uh, and then Brian Yang at Brian Yang. Oh, God, I love Brian Yang. In response to uh, the Scarlett Johansson <laughs> defending Woody Allen mm. story, someone trying to play Soon Yi in the Woody Allen biopic. <laughs> Brian is so funny. We started in NorCal together. Oh. He's great. Is he out here? In LA? Oh, he's in New York. Uh, he's super funny. Uh, we got to have him out when he comes. Yeah, you should. He'd be great on here. Um, you can find me on Twitter, Jack underscore no one O'Brien. Asked. No one asked. <laughs> it's true. Just some feedback, Jack. <laughs> yeah, just some feedback. Just, uh, a little just feedback a note. from the woke bully. <laughs> some feedback, Jack. I'm going to yeah. start saying it just like that. Hey, hey, push back, someone Jack. just a little feedback, Jack. Yeah. She uh, just slid you a note that said, shut the fuck up. <laughs> a little feedback, Jack. Little feedback. Hey. Uh, the comment box. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Uh, We do a track by uh, Injury Reserve, a rapping trio who sound like 90s rap that I love. Yeah. Uh, I'm always into people who are, you know, down with that golden era. This track is called Three Man Weave. Another thing, if you ever played basketball, basketball ever, yeah. you knew how to do the three man weave. Yeah. Uh, all right. We're going to ride out on that. We will be back tomorrow because it is a daily podcast, and we will talk to you guys then. Bye. This reminded nigga of high school. No repercussions for the shit that I do. Check it. Yo, my biggest worries were missing a free throw. Now me, Grogs, and Pete doing the three man weave though. Well, I was too pretentious for some egos. Then Fonse made a song with Little Beta. Check it. Yo, shit changed. That's some shit that we know. Now me, Grogs, and Pete doing the three man weave though. This reminded nigga of high school. No repercussions for the shit that I do. Check it. Yo, my biggest worries were missing a free throw now me grogs and pete doing the three